The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome back to Brutal Nation for the Monday edition. I am your illustrious host, Scotty the Scottman Alexander. I got blue eyes and uh, I like to play guitar. Like long walks on the beach. I can cook and clean. And uh, Kemi's mom's awfully freaking hot and she's back in town. So I'll be visiting her with that Catwoman outfit. My co-host today, of course, is the one and only Tam Underwood. Say hi, Tam. Tam. <laughs> hi, everybody. Well, you were out last week for, uh, for, for an episode. I was for one episode. I haven't even listened to it. Did it sound okay? I have no idea. I did it with Jake, so it's probably sketchy as fuck. Oh, you did it with Jake? Yeah. Okay, good. At least you had somebody to bounce shit off of. Well, I tried doing... I, I recorded um, an episode on my own. And it sounded like crap, huh? I listened back, and I'm like, God damn, man. It doesn't sound as good when you're doing it by yourself. It's, it's fucking weird as shit. I, I can't fucking... I can't even explain it, because... I laugh at my own jokes all the time because I'm retarded as fuck, but just didn't do it for me. <laughs> didn't make my nipples hard. Oh, my God. Yeah, that seems to be a problem lately. <laughs> so I like this dude's name, man. Maxim Pet- Petrov. Maxim Petrov. That sounds like a fucking... Dr. Like, Killer. Well, it sounds to me like a Russian stripper is what it sounds like for women, you know? like Oh, no, yeah. Please introduce Maxim Petrov. He goes, Magic Mike. <laughs> That's right, man. He's flashing his wang. It's fantastic. I know. You made me spit out my vape and it's all over the place. So. <laughs> all this time you told me you didn't do that. Anyway, let's get <laughs> hey, on. Hey, no, I swallow normally. <laughs> Thanks. That's what. Actually, I heard a great joke. Did you know Uh-oh. that Uh-oh. 35% of all women have had intelligent DNA in them? The rest spit it out. <laughs> That's going to say is that. How many percentage of women have slept with you, Scott? <laughs> oh, that's cold-blooded. What did one tampon say to the other? Oh, dear God, no. I don't know. Nothing. They were all stuck-up cunts. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you tell what I've been doing with my off time? Yeah. You're bad. Mad. <laughs> 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 Daddy. That's what the sheep all say to me whenever I go towards I know. Albany. Any t- anytime you, dr- you drive by a little sheep farm, you go, they go, Daddy, you're home. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I look out there and go, hmm, some of those kids are mine. <laughs> <laughs> that one is bald. Are you just from like Montana me. where the men are men and the sheep are scared? <laughs> yes. You know why men in Montana only wear button flies jeans, right? Because the sheep can hear the zipper. Sheep can hear a zipper a mile away. Bye, Montana. Nice snowing. You know, we're going to get shot in Montana now. Yeah, pa, I just ruined our market there. Or my favorite two Montana ranchers were driving down the road and they see a sheep with his head stuck in the face. Oh, shit. Yes. They both jump out and the driver's name is Bill. He humps the sheep. He looks over at his buddy Mike and says, hey, man, you want to try that? And his buddy Mike stops. He looks at the sheep and looks at him and all right, but do I got to put my head in the fence? <laughs> so bad. <laughs> my nose hurts. It's like I'm on a mission. I'm ruining all of our markets. It's great. You, you are. You are on a mission to sink us. <laughs> it's like the fucking Titanic. We can't travel anywhere. No, can't. Because I'm, I mean, I'm relegated to this like 
hovel. <laughs> we become like fucking national public enemies in all countries. Dude, we're right going to be like Osama bin Laden broadcasting from a cave pretty soon. <laughs> Great, then I can finish everything with... Okay, that was not called for. You're right. It's... Echo. Echo. Jihad. You. <laughs> you are the epitome of white Satan, so shut up. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. But everything for me is like on a clockwork, man. I make fun of a different race all the time, and you know, I think that Germans are coming up next. So <laughs> there we go. Great. Why are we just gonna pick on my nationality? <laughs> Why not? Anyway, so tell me about Maxim Petrov. Maxim Petrov. So <laughs> his case kind of like was bizarre to me too and i'm beginning to think and okay i'll, I'll just get into it because i say something here in a second so remember when i presented episode 57 featuring anessa tarverdieva and the gang of amazons yes okay you know our highest ranking episode to date you know i have something to show you and this is going to wrap up how i feel today it says i'm not a moose <laughs> where'd you get that a client that is so cute. I had, I had a, a client meeting last week, and uh, they brought this back from Canada. That is so I said, I found cute. this for you, man. I thought this would be hilarious. Said, Dude, that's going on my fucking desk. That is so cute. <laughs> so, anyways, I found that case to be rather intriguing because of the items the group chose to steal from others. You know, for instance, I recall that some of the items they stole were a television remote control, but Which not the TV. I justified that. Okay, what about the curling iron? Yes, you did justify Duh. that one, too. Yes. And the chicken drumsticks from the refrigerator. They were hungry. Don't you ever get hungry? But I don't. I do steal from your fridge, but <laughs> I don't kill you in the process. Wait a minute. No, I'm kidding. I don't know, man. There's been a few times I've been sniffing around going, is that my dog rotting from the inside? Nope, it's not. Oh, it's amazing. Okay. I know Shut up, about. fool. No, I, I mean, I don't come over during the day to steal from you, but when I am here, I do raise your fridge. <laughs> so at the time, I thought the items they stole were unique to that case, and they must have held some sort of significance to those suspects, right? However, this case has me thinking something completely different. And I don't want to alienate an entire country the way Scott does. That's just, I will. That's exactly what I put here, the way Scott does. But I'm sure that's what I'm about ready to do. I'm starting to believe that when people steal things from others in Russia, they set out to steal the most bizarre things they can. I'm pretty sure it's the law now. It doesn't surprise me. Let me tell you why. Have you ever watched the, the dash cam footage for Russian accidents? Uh-uh. It's always weird, fucked up things. Yeah. Like, and they're brutal accidents, too. It's not like, a, oh, we had a little fender bender. It's like you'll see a semi try to do a fucking evil Knievel over 10 cars, <laughs> roll over twice, wind up on its wheels, and the guy just gets out and looks and goes, oh, that's, that's kind of messed up. I didn't see that happening. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure that, you know, it's like, it's in the law book now. No, no, same, same. <laughs> same, same. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure that if they don't steal something bizarre, if and when they do go on trial, they are penalized extra. <laughs> I'm thinking. penal. <laughs> That's what you took from that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'll, you'll see what I mean in a little bit. Um, however, all jokes aside, I don't think that Maxim Petrov, a.k.a. Dr. Death or Dr. Killer, set out to become a serial killer in the beginning. 
I believe he was obsessed with greed and then got a taste of murder and figured it was a surefire way to get away with his crimes. And he might have wanted a beard straightener or curling iron or maybe his TV remote took a shit. I see where this is going now. You know what, Maxim? I don't even blame you. Well, like, he didn't seriously. steal curling irons or anything, but you'll see what he did steal. That I'm like, really? Why? But oh, hey let, I, I got your back, Maxim. I got your back. You I'm got gonna Maxim's justice. back. Oh, hell yeah! Lay it on me, mama. Yeah. So, being this case came out of Russia, it was hard putting together the information for the presentation. However, my researcher and I prevailed. She did a really good job. Um. And I hope that you find this case as interesting as we did, because she and I were texting back and forth, and she's like, this is pretty interesting. I said, oh, yeah, kind of. But um, so Maxim Petrov was born in Russia on November 14th, 1965. After a considerable amount of digging, we weren't able to determine what sort of upbringing he had. However, considering he was born in Russia during the Cold War, it was probably less than ideal. And as a matter of fact, it was probably more likely rather harsh and unforgiving. He probably had one of them big-ass bears riding a unicycle around the Kremlin. Big old fluffy hat. You think he was there when they said Gorbachev tear down that wall? Probably. He's probably looking at going, who put a port wine stain on top of your head? Who attacked you, buddy? (laughs) That's not right. Your parents should have saved you from that that gnarly little red blotch, didn't he? he, That birthmark was, like, horrendous. I think he did a lot of good stuff, but, man, I just couldn't pay attention to anything he said because, fucking, I'm looking at that port wine stamp. You're, like, looking at him going, leper? I'm looking at him sitting there going, who attacked you? Who who didn't give you love, man? That's fucked up. (laughs) Like, maybe use some powder or something? Yeah. Um, we were able, (laughs) sorry, (coughs) sorry about that. So we were able to determine that Petrov had been married twice. Oh, okay. And he had three children in total, one child with his first wife and two with his second. That's his mistake right there. Sorry, buddy. You should have kids. Yeah, fucking kids, man. You have two. Yeah. Well, then I know of. (laughs) True. (laughs) We haven't gotten that call yet. Yeah, it's, so, it's coming. So that yeah. seems to be the extent of that information as well. So now Petrov was an emergency doctor living in the central. I know I'm going to screw this up. Vasilevsky, V-A-S-I-L-I-E-V-S-K-Y. That is way. It sounds like Vasilevsky, Sky, but Vasilevsky. Actually, that's where I was going to go with that. Yeah. Was it sounds like he lives in Vasilevsky. Yeah, he's Island taking it over area. to Funky Town. <laughs> Drop Saint- the soap much, buddy? St. <laughs> Petersburg, Russia. Bet you he likes the St. Peter a lot. <laughs> soap dropper, pillow biter. Yeah. So in 1997, he began robbing patients from the health center he was employed with. Apparently, he would visit their residence unannounced and usually in the morning hours when the patient's relatives had left for work. He would arrive on the pretense of performing a checkup. Okay, cool. Upon arrival, he would take the vital signs of the patient in question, which included a blood pressure reading. After obtaining their blood pressure, he would inform the patient they needed an injection of some sort because it was too high and needed to be addressed immediately. The medication he... Petra put in the syringe wasn't designed to lower blood pressure. It was a drug to anesthetize the individual. While the patient was unconscious, he would rob their homes, and the doctor would even remove all of the jewelry the patient was wearing at the time and take their wallets out of their pockets. Oh, okay. Well, hey, it's money, man. Yeah. I'm not, I, I, 
I, I see where he's going with it. Yeah, he managed to rob his patients without incident for a couple of years. In fact, he managed to rob exactly 29 patients and not one of them died. They merely regained consciousness within hours of his departure to discover they had been robbed of everything by someone. Where'd my wallet go? It had my only condom in it. Yeah. You can tell then, by the rain. Yeah, this all changed. I'm going to get a knot in my hair because I'm playing with it. That all changed in 1999. Did you do something different to your hair? Uh, I washed it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it looks different. It looks good today. Looks decent. No, I, I, have, I use a different shampoo. I worked out yesterday, too, but my hair is really dry. I thought about working out yesterday. And well, then you slept. And then I went fucking shopping. <laughs> no, that's and, a workout. It, dude. It is when you go and fucking, especially cash and carry. Yeah, I, I stocked up on a bunch of meat. I, I left there at, at the tune of damn near five. That's where bucks. you should get your water though, because it's like a case of it for six bucks. Oh, that's six gallons for six bucks. Huh? Yeah. Son of a bitch! I should have saw that when I was there. Yeah, that's where we go. We always we always go get like eight to ten cases a month. Actually, I was looking at the Asians that were in there, thinking to myself the same thing that's been running through my mind. Good luck, everybody else. I know, it's right? Stuck on that now. I know. I'm gonna. You are gonna be like every time you see an Asian woman driving down the highway, who doesn't use a blinker. <laughs> that's all of them. Now. Just, let's just be honest about that. That's every fucking one of them. <laughs> and there goes our Asian market. Yeah. But you know what? The truth hurts, motherfuckers. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, that not same same. Well, I'll <laughs> tell you. Same, my same. brother, who's half Korean, said the same thing about his Asian wife. So there you have it. You read that to me this morning. Fucking about. Fell Isn't out. that that's hilarious? Awesome. <laughs> My brother's so funny. (laughs) So on February 2nd, 1999, Petrov set out to commit his 30th robbery and managed to commit his first murder in the process. Actually, first and second. After rendering the patient unconscious, he was in the process of robbing the man's house when he was interrupted. The daughter caught Petrov red-handed in the process of stealing from her unconscious father. And when that happened, he panicked. Petrov grabbed a screwdriver and stabbed the daughter to death. Holy fuck, man. Yeah, then he turned to the unconscious father and strangled him to death with a stocking. And that seems to be when he had a light bulb moment, and from that point forward, his modus operandi shifted. Dead Russians tell no tales. This is true. (laughs) So Petrov wanted to prevent the authorities from thinking the killer had any sort of medical knowledge. So to throw them off, he began injecting his victims with syringes filled with lethal drug cocktails, um, before leaving a residence, he would set their house on fire in an effort to destroy any evidence he left behind. Damn, he upped his game. Yeah, totally. Um, and I, we couldn't find what the medication was in these syringes, the cocktail. Hey, Maxim, if you are still alive, it's Russia. They may have fucking off you for all I know. You could be in Siberia. But if you do listen to this, uh, kind of let us know. I, I, I want to have faith that you're not a basic bitch and using... Um, arsenic, arsenic and, insulin, or morphine. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I would like to think. But yeah. if you can confirm that, that would you would well, just be. A I'm page. assuming because he worked. You know, I'll get into it in a minute where he worked, but he worked at a, a clinic that specialized in lung disease. So I'm assuming it had to do with that. Well, that limits it down for me because I'm a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> well, you like to think you are. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. I just play one in the bedroom. What? <laughs> Ask your mom. No. In the beginning, the authorities didn't bother to release a photo of the suspect on the media. They assumed it wouldn't be long before the perpetrator was apprehended. So as it turned out, it would be approximately one year before they even realized how the victims were selected. 
Um, he selected Petrov had selected all of his victims from a list of lung patients who had been given a fluorography at the facility he worked at. Those. I'm, Thank you. You know I'm going to tell you because that's a new word for me that we have never used. Yeah, I know. Yet we were at episode 151. I have heard fluorography precisely zero times until right now. Until right fucking yeah. now. So a fluorography are X-ray images taken from a fluorescent screen, and the images are actually commonly used in other countries during a chest screening to diagnose ailments such as tuberculosis. Oh, okay. all right. I'll yeah, it's a different way of getting a te- chest X-ray, basically. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm down. So when law enforcement officials got their hands on that list, they were actually able to identify a potential 72 future victims. With the 72 possible locations where their suspect might strike, they launched Operation Medbrot, which is Operation Male Nurse, which involved approximately 700 officers, which is, you know, quite a lot in Russia, Damn, I guess, right? They, well, I don't know. I heard Russia has a huge police force. They probably do, man. They're all out there freaking... Checking out the car wrecks from dash, dash cams and beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. <laughs> my son and I were making my brother's dash cam take pictures last night. It was so funny. <laughs> we just kept waving our hand underneath it. Dude, if I would have known you would have had that, I would have flashed my butt at it. Dude, I told you I was going to turn this screen around. <laughs> but that wouldn't That would be awesome. <laughs> Anywho. On January 17, 2000, Petrov was apprehended when he arrived at the house of one patient for a, quote, follow-up visit. Once he was arrested, it didn't take long for him to confess to the authorities that he had committed the murders. However, ever noticed that Russians confess really fucking They quick? usually do. I wonder if it's because they know they'll be tortured if they don't. Honestly, okay, Russia, seriously, this time here I'm really not ripping on you, okay? But this is just what I'm assuming. I really think that the Russian police there are probably pretty fucking brutal. Oh, I And when they, they arrest you and they look at you and they go, look here, you Gorbachev-looking motherfucker. We know that you're doing this. You need to, you know, tell we us everything. We have ways to make you talk. <laughs> or um, I'm going to leave you alone with, uh, with Ivan over here for 15, 20, 30 minutes. And we'll see how you feel then. And they're probably looking at some big-ass Russian that weighs like 400 pounds and not fat. He's sitting <laughs> over there. He's doing things like picking up steel chairs. Like, Fucking bending him in half. You know, oh no! Ripping think, phone books. He's like, yeah, he's like ripping phone books and shit. You know, he's like, I eat five calls a day, and he's like, you know what? I think I want to tell you everything. So I was born over here. I take five poops a day. Like chunk. I like to have a little bit of bacon with my with my breakfast. That's pretty good. I usually have about three eggs and some toast, and my shoe size is nine and a half. And, you know, they're telling him everything. You know, what time when I was nine years old. <laughs> I was ripped by a bear. <laughs> Only bicycle. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's see. However, a few months later, he actually recanted his confession. He claimed that it was made while he suffered from intense psychological pressure from being in custody. Ha <laughs> See? See? That's the same, same. For real, that's the same, same. Right there. Fucking same, same. Yeah. yeah. Bet you I'm wrong. I bet you I'm pretty fucking accurate. I made a joke, but I'm pretty sure that's accurate. He was over yeah. with that big ass Russian. Like, because I'm a big guy, I think I'm fairly tough. But if I'm if I'm looking at big ass Ivan, Dude, who's like don't scare me bending at all. fucking stealing shit, I'm gonna be like, okay, here's absolutely everything. I masturbate a few times a day. You know, I like granny porn. I've got specific ones that are my go-to's. Um, I make a lot of jokes, and uh, you know, then I I, I use like nine gauge Diodario strings on my guitars, and I would tell him fucking everything. <laughs> 
you want the pay, you want my passbook for 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 my business accounts? Here you go. Here, just take it. It's it's cool, yeah, man. Here's my username and password to everything. <laughs> yeah, no, like seriously, I mean, here is absolutely fucking everything. Yeah, everything. It's it's cool. Because I would be shitting my pants. But have you seen some of the size of some of these Russian weightlifters? Oh yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah. Totally. They got, they don't fuck around. Yeah. I think they breed them. Like, for real. You like think they, so? I think as soon as they come out the womb, they're like, you're going to bench press like 300 pounds. And they're like Samoans. Probably come out all huge and genetically altered. And they're like pumping. It's like, damn, he's only five years old. And he's benching 350. 350. 350. <laughs> so, despite his recantation, the authorities discovered several items he had stolen from his victims when they searched his flat. Um... Thus sealing his fate. Excuse me, Hagar. The other items he had swiped from the houses, he had already sold. Now, while he was awaiting trial, he continued to adamantly deny all of the allegations against him. He even wrote a letter of protest to NTV, not M like Mary, but N like Nancy TV. I want my MTV. <laughs> yeah. This is a news channel. And he wrote the letters from jail. And in that letter, he claimed that a series of documentaries the station aired about the murders were libelous in nature. They were untrue. You know, he actually might be correct only because he hadn't been convicted. This is true. So there's no proof, depending on how they spun it. Yes. Like if they spent like, this is allegedly what happened. And like me, because I'm a smart ass, I'd be like, with that look and that tone, like, we know the motherfucker did it. But allegedly. Yeah. This is what they're saying. Yeah. But they came right out and said, you know, like, like, Maxim Petrov was a horrible doctor who was murdering people and stealing from him. Yeah, that's libelous. Yeah. 100%. But when the TV station received the letter... (laughs) The media stated the letter itself indicated Petrov actually loved the fame he was receiving from the media reports, which I can see. But I bet you he didn't like the fame of his cellmate. We don't no, know. Too much attention there. You don't know. No, that's true. He might, he might have been looking over going, hey, Ivan, I dropped the soap He might again. have been Richard specking it. Could have been. Could have been. Could have been like my brother Phil. Went in a tight end. <laughs> wants to come out a wide receiver. And then, yeah. This being Super Bowl Sunday and everything. I know. You know your brother's going to fucking sue us. I can't believe the Cincinnati Bengals are in the Super Bowl. Honestly, I have no fucking idea who's in the Super Bowl, and I don't care. Bengals and the Rams. I didn't know until this morning. Really? The Rams? Yeah. Like, I know very little about football, but I didn't think the Rams ever made it. I didn't think the Bengals did either, so now what? (laughs) Like, like, because I was raised in a house where my stepdad watched lots of football. Yeah. And especially when we were living in California, I didn't think that the Rams were ever a possibility, really, for anything. I just, yeah. Let's just be honest. Yeah. I mean, that's like when my son and I realized the Buffalo Bills were doing really good. Like, last year or the year before, my son goes, they still have a team? <laughs> yeah. Well, color me fucking shocked. Some bitch. I'm waiting for another hillbilly term. You think I want one? I'll give you one right now. (laughs) Why? Because I want it? (laughs) Yep. Anyways, so the authorities suspected Petrov of murdering at least 19 people, but he was only charged for killing 17. There were an additional six patients that survived with serious injury. In 2002, he went on trial and the jury heard from some of those survivors. 
Testimony given by two of Petrov's survivors really stand out to me, not just because they managed to escape death, but also because of what they discovered was missing later. This is what I'm going to get into. For instance, this is what Anastasia Plotnikova. She actually sounds hot. Yeah, anybody with the name Anastasia sounds hot. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not afraid to admit it. Yeah. Hell yeah. She had, this is what she had to say during her testimony. I remember a call at my flat about 2 p.m. The young man presented himself as a doctor from the local clinic. The doctor took my blood pressure, which appeared to be high, and offered an injection. He spent a lot of time trying to find the vein, and I thought, how can a doctor have problems with such a thing? True. When I woke, there was a fire around me. I cried for help on the balcony. The fire service came, but the flat was badly burned. That was her testimony. Okay. Now, after the fire department extinguished the flames, Anastasia discovered some gold earrings, her wedding rings were missing, and two packets of tea. Look here. God damn. Look at him, you know, weird. Maxim was out of tea. It takes time to kill somebody, okay? He's obviously going and he's doctoring it up. He's trying to set people on fire. Who has, that? Who has time to really do that and then go to the store to get, like, tea? But two so, packets? Yeah, he didn't want to sell all of her tea. He's a decent guy. He's like, I'm going to just take two packets because I really want two cups of tea. You know, kind of like a little pick-me-up so I can keep on with my job. Don't judge. Don't judge. Oh, I'm not judging. I'm he questioning. He could have taken all that tea, but you know what? He didn't. Good job, But he Max. thought he was going to kill her, so what was he saving it for? Her husband. Her oh, husband could have come home. To console him? Yes. Because you always offer a friend in distress a hot beverage, Sheldon Cooper. You do? Ask Sheldon. I ask. I offer everybody fucking booze, but okay. But okay, maybe over there it's different. You know? You never offer me booze very often. Because the fucking bar is right there. If you want something off the bar, grab it. <laughs> okay. Which reminds me, I got to get wine for next weekend. What's the next weekend? Oh! <laughs> I figured you'd get that eventually. Yeah, eventually. But, uh, I'm going to do that today. Anyway, um, yeah, you know, the, the husband comes home, says, oh, no, my hot-ass wife with the big titties is dead. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to call the cops. And mm-hmm. while they're coming, I need to make a cup of tea because I need something to soothe me. I just need, I need a little bit of caffeine. I just need whoosh, deal with all this. Yeah, he was being a decent guy. Mess with it. Maxim, don't let him treat you like shit, buddy. I got you. I got you. Okay. You ready for the next one? I Then there was a testimony of, you're going to think this one's hot too, of Valentina Plashikova. That is another hot. Russian chicks have the hottest fucking names. Yeah. They all kind of sound very stern, yet very exotic. I love hearing Russian chicks talk. I'll be honest, man, because the, oh. there's something about... That kind of accent and uh, and some other ones like German girls too. Uh, so you like that stern? A little uh-huh. bit, yeah. Now I'm getting the picture. Goddamn right, man. There's nothing that a little uh, collar and a ball gag won't fix. Oh my dear God, this is good times, man. It's party. Yeah. So she believes she only survived because her husband arrived home from work early and managed to drag her safely out of their flat. No. I am so tired. I didn't get home until after midnight last night. So according to Valentina, Petrov had injected her with something causing her to lose consciousness. Upon waking up, she found that her gas oven had been turned all the way up and all of the windows of her residence had been tightly shut. 
Now, when Valentina and her husband were allowed back into their home, they learned they were missing a set of silver forks. Not spoons, knives, or anything else. Just the forks. Because they're unforking believable. And he probably had silver spoons and knives. He was probably born with a silver spoon. He needed a fork and fork. That's what he needed. He needed a fork and fork. Don't judge. And as for the the the, the stove and the windows, he, he figured, I don't want her to get a draft, so I'm going to close all the windows up for her. You know, I'm and a turn nice up the guy. stove because she's cold. And then he probably accidentally, air quotes, accidentally bumped into the stove and turned it up. And he just didn't realize it. Poor guy. God dang, man. People all on him for shit. Maybe she did that shit herself. Maybe she was in a fucking drug-induced stupor, and she's like, I don't know where I'm going, and fucking turned everything up and said, I'm going to go back to bed. Okay. They were also missing approximately 200 rubles, which is their money. Yeah, I know what a ruble is. And some coffee. Once again, he needed a little pick-me-up. He didn't take all of their coffee. No. No, he didn't. He said, you know what? I'm having a, just, God, I'm just dragging butt today. Dragon ass. Dragon ass. I need a little cup of coffee to go. That's what he did. Wow. I love how you justify the weirdness of this. You are picking on poor Oh, I'm not picking Maxim. on him. I'm just asking why. Everybody's looking at him going, going look at the thief who stole tea and coffee. Hey, he didn't steal it all. Back up off him. Yeah. So, although we weren't able to establish how long the jury deliberated, we do know that they did reach a verdict, and the jury found Petrov guilty of killing 11 of the 17 patients he was charged with murdering. Um, After the conviction, the judge, Valentina Kurdryashova, sentenced Petrov to serve life in prison, and he is currently housed at a federal government Penal colony known as White Swan Prison. I bet she's getting a White Swan. <laughs> and White Swan is located in Sol- Solikamsk, S O L I K A M S K, in Permkrai, Russia, to house Supermax inmates sentenced to serve life in prison. Well, he's getting the White Swan. Yeah. That judge can fucking judge me anytime, though. That, that name. I yeah. know, right? So, But that's all we could really find on Maxim. Ah, damn. I know. But I don't think that he ever really set out to murder people. Can we send him some coffee and tea? I don't know if we can or not. You really want out. to, don't you? I do, man. The poor dude just wants some coffee and tea. And then <laughs> can you imagine fucking... how fucking funny that would be? He gets a package with just coffee and tea. Hell yeah, man. And then he can like use Google fucking Translate to say, hey, man, you don't have to steal it. I would have given it to you. I've got a <laughs> huge just tea. Call me. I got a tea collection. I got plenty of coffee. Here you go. And knock, knock it out of the park, buddy. Yeah, but I really don't think, you know, that he had set out to murder anybody. In the beginning. No, I think in the beginning, he was just, probably not. Yeah, I think it was just there to steal and then realized, hey, what are you doing? Why are you playing with your nuts? Scratching that niche. I mean, you like looked all serious for a second and then you got all, oh my smell, God. Smell this. No. Smell this. No. This is awesome. Come on. No? Okay. Is it musty? Oh, yeah. This is awesome. Yeah, you get a sniff of that. <laughs> it's fermented. Ew. When's the last time you bathe? Um, what's today? Sunday. Oh, stop it. I know it was at least Friday. <laughs> no, I made it yesterday in, oh. the, in the afternoon. Oh, but yeah. So, you know, <laughs> there's that one. <clears throat> People be picking on this poor guy, dude. That's fucked up. Yeah. 
So do you think he might he was gonna he would have been a murderer if he hadn't had that first taste? No, if he wouldn't have had that first taste, I think he would have just been, oh fuck it, we're all good. Do you think he just did it to I mean he he got a thrill when he got away with it? And that's what it was after that? I think he figured, hey, dead Russians tell no tales. I can make this all look like an accident. Yeah. She oh, she just gave you the Elvis lip. <laughs> You know, it's a great day when you flip your dog off for giving you bad looks. I've never flipped my dogs off. Do you see hear her? She just like... No, now she's just all whining like, he flipped me off. I know, poor thing. <laughs> all right, we're going to wrap this one up so we can get to the next episode. This has been Brutal Nation. Remember that you can send us an email at BrutalNation at TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check out the website at www.TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium, and wherever you get your blogs. Just type in at Twisted Blue, and we should pop right up for you. Get all the information. At Brutal Nation, you mean? That's what I said. No, you said Twisted Blue. Oh, I did, huh? At Brutal Nation. Yeah, that's it. Jesus Christ, man. You get all the information? Not putting up with my bullshit. <laughs> yeah. This show's copyrighted 2022 by Twisted Blue, LLC. All rights reserved. Bye, everybody.